Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. Hey, it's Sally, and because you can never have enough Kinkle Fritz and Friends, here's some highlights from today's show. Jim is with us. Good morning. This is my first time hearing your station. Oh. I happen to hear your conversation about perfect timing and mental health, and I just got finished writing a class on mental health, and I'm a professor. One of the things that I've tried to point out is there's no such thing as perfect timing. There's no such thing as perfect situations, only perfect intent. You know, we're never going to be in a place where we think everything is lined up, but the intent of him giving us the opportunity to be involved in something is perfect for him Mm. with the intent for us to be involved in that. Uh, I decided to adopt my son. It was 20 years ago. We couldn't afford it. We didn't have a plan, but I prayed about it and it worked out great. That was over 20 years ago. So I would encourage anybody that has a mental health discussion or a dilemma to reach out, talk to somebody. If you have something that you want to do, you feel compelled to do, pray about it, and he'll give you the answer because he has the perfect timing. He has the way he has planned, and he wouldn't give us that plan if if everything was going to be perfect. Mm. You stated the key, though, that is so often overlooked, especially with me. And that is you go to God in prayer. I spend so much time like overthinking things and I often forget to just ask God, is this what you want me to do? That's like the simple answer right there. And that's the first thing I forget to do in so many cases is just go, hey, God, is this what you want? Yeah, and it, it gets confusing because we have so much input now. We have so many different inputs from social media and people's opinions and if we just stop think and pray he will lead us on our way and that's that's uh wow (laughs) that was awesome that Um, that, that sounds like a title of a book it's a christian version of stop drop and roll yeah. Stop, yeah. Stop thinking, pray. That's right. Stop yeah. thinking, pray, and you'll be on your way. You know that area outside the patio, outside the church, a lot of times there's the coffee stand out there. Do you consider that to be part of the church service? Mm. There is the TV out there. There are the speakers. You can hear the service. There are people sitting there watching the service. My husband and I have just started going to this church, and my husband has some issues with anxiety. He's a lot more comfortable on the patio. And so we sit out there and we watch the church service. But I have noticed that people behave quite a bit differently out on the patio Yes. than they do in the actual sanctuary. Oh, you're right. Oh my goodness! You're, it is. It, they, I've noticed that too, because um, there have been some situations at our church where it's just better for us to sit on the patio as way, well. We're watching the TV. We've got. You're right. It's the scenario where you're hearing the sermon, uh-huh. and yeah, people walk around and talk loudly. Oh like, my goodness! I, maybe it's a mindset <laughs> thing. Maybe if you walk out of the actual sanctuary in your brain, you're like, I'm not in church anymore. I don't right. know. I it was it. it was really bad yesterday. I We were sitting there watching the service. I have my Bible out. I'm taking notes. We're not the only ones. There were a couple of other tables clearly watching the service. And then a group of people come out and they sit down, they get their coffee and they start chattering loudly, laughing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And then a few minutes later, this lady comes out and she's like, I know. She's on her phone. Oh my goodness, I know, right? <laughs> I'm right, I know. And I'm like, what is happening? This is still I think, church. I think, Misty, I know what's going on. It's a change of scenery. 
You think you've walked out those doors, you're not in church anymore. Yeah. But you it's are a in no church. walls. Well, I don't and, I, I think it's a switch and, in people's minds. You know, pre-COVID, that would be a free-for-all. And maybe people just haven't made the switch to think this is reality church for yeah. a lot of people is the no walls, the freedom of the, the fresh air. Sure. I I think you need to talk to I somebody. Think, yeah, I, would, oh, uh, I would speak up. Hey, I was just curious. Is this happen at your church? Or maybe mm. are you guilty of <laughs> hopping out of service and speaking is loudly? Is an awareness just, moment? Uh, well, I think it's an awareness. I don't think we think about it. What do you think? Give us a call. 888-888-9976. I don't need to hear that lady laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> so you come out of the sanctuary at church, and you're not in church, right? You can be as loud as you want. You can say what you want. But then there's people like Misty and her mm-hmm. family. You and your husband are trying to watch the service out there. And we are. Being, being kind of loud. Very loud. And we're just wondering, what should you do? Is this right? Is it wrong? Do people know what they're doing? Mary Jo is with us. What do you think? Yes. Well, I've had that experience myself, and I think it's our responsibility to speak up to those people, either quietly or else even go to the pastor or and say, you know, can you make an announcement? I've had to do that with, like, smaller kids that are fidgeting or throwing paper airplanes or whatever yeah. they're doing. <laughs> And I just kind of say, you know what, this is an important time with the Lord for me. And if you want to have a conversation, please go outside. Well, that's very pointed. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, were, we were already outside. <laughs> Walk farther outside. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because if we don't say anything, what we are saying is it's okay that of the way you're right. acting. Yep. And right. that my time with God is not important. I just think it's the whole idea of church outside is a whole new idea. It is. And so it's just simply talking to the leadership of the church um, to alert them would be a would be a benefit to so many. So I agree. Right. And that and not as many people are as blunt as I am. So it's like (laughs) I just go. It's like you need to take your conversation elsewhere. I take it throwing my the rest of my power bar at them that I had would not have been a suitable way to alert them. <laughs> well, that's probably not. <laughs> take that. <laughs> well, it might have worked. <laughs> might have. <laughs> hey, this is Dave Fry from Sidewalk Profits. I don't know if you knew, but Family Life Radio is 100% listener supported. So by giving, you're helping people find a place to have hope and truth invested in their lives. You're also keeping this amazing station on the air. So thank you for giving today to Family Life Radio. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. Old-fashioned names are coming back like Joan and Dorothy and Ernest for boys. It's interesting. <laughs> what do you think? Our number is 888 Sarah is with us. Hi, this is Sarah Cody. I'm calling from Colorado, and we have a bunch of unique names. Yeah, tell us, Sarah. Oh. So we have seven kids. Whoa, seven. Yep, so our oldest son is Thaddeus. We have Tirza, Theodore, Titus, Thessaly, Tilda, and Tabitha. Wow. Woo. Those are awesome Woo. names. It's a lot of alliteration happening there. Yes, for sure. Of course, Thaddeus goes by TJ because he doesn't feel like anyone can pronounce his name. (laughs) 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 He's 16 and he's gone by TJ. Thaddeus James is his name. So you got two of the disciples' names, but 
he just doesn't feel like anyone can pronounce his name or spell it. So he goes by TJ. Oh, I love Thaddeus. That's, that's okay. awesome. Yeah, it's a it great is. name. And he's a great guy. So it, it fits him. You know, the problem is in my family, we have such a long last name of Kankel Fritz. There's no way we could put a long name in front of that. You'd be spelling forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We'd love to know what your good news is. Call us right now at 888-888-9976. We've been had a couple of calls recently about near-death experiences and how God just gave the family gift through that. Donna is with us. Now tell us what happened with your mom. My mom was sick for a while. She was in a nursing home. And one day she became unresponsive, was taken to the hospital. The ambulance people gave her fluids and it kind of brought her back a little bit. And there's eight of us kids. And when she was in the hospital and that she come to, and all eight of us standing there, she said, oh my goodness, I must be dying because all my kids are here. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. But by that night, she was back to being unresponsive. So it was kind of the starting of the end. Mm-hmm. When I said to my mom, it was a Friday night. I said, I'll be back in, in the morning. I came home and took a shower. And as I was in the shower, this thing came over me and it said to me, Donna, don't you remember? You always told your mom that when that day came, she would never be alone to, if, when she goes. Did you feel like you had to get back to the hospital? Yep. And we called some other people to say, you know, if you want to go see mom, you probably should go now. So they all came after church. And when I got to my mom's room, she was sitting up talking to people like there was nothing wrong with her. Wow. It's <laughs> amazing. But then as people left and by time Sunday evening came, she was back to being unresponsive and and then she passed away on Tuesday morning. But that was her final goodbye to people. Wow. wow. What a gift. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. God gave everybody that gift. Yes. To be there and be lucid and, and for everyone else to talk to her before she passed. Yes. Yep. And I thank you for your radio station. I listen to it all the time and it helps me immensely. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, thank you. So the cost of living has gone up significantly. We're just curious what you're doing to save money. 888 or a number. Adam's with us. What do you got going on? We started to where we went to a lot of farmer's markets and we'd buy food in bulk and we can them up. Oh, that's oh. smart. That's a great idea. Yeah. Buy a bunch of it. Our food bill last year was a little over $400 for a family of four. Uh-uh. What? What? You yeah. li- the entire year? Yeah. You figure like, okay, 50 pounds of potatoes. 50 pounds of potatoes, you can them up. You come up with about 150 pints. Wow. wow. I am impressed. That's like two trips to oh. the grocery store for us. That's amazing. Yeah. And usually our grocery bill was usually three to $400 every other week. Oh, wow. So you, you just bought a lot of stuff in bulk and started canning it, and that saved you a bunch of money. Yes, but money plus it's healthier. Well, I was just going to say that. I bet you're very healthy. I'll yeah. When hamburger helper is not helping you. You can even can milk. I found out like milk, you know, milk got to be like $3 a gallon. You can can milk and preserve it? Absolutely. Wow. How? I've heard you could freeze it. I'm going to have to try that. I'm afraid I might go to okay. Funky Town though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I have milk. Now I have yogurt. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Family Life Radio, it's Kankle Fritz and Friends. Jennifer is with us. Tell us about your joy report. 
I woke up with 10 years sobriety. <gasps> Yay! Congratulations! It's amazing! Ooh. And I can't thank God enough for doing it in my, in my life. How do you feel today? Blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Grateful. Oh. That's awesome. We're so proud of you. Yeah. I get to work in a recovery treatment center as a program manager. Oh, that's so that's what you do for a living? Wow. I do. Well, you are going to have an amazing day yeah, telling you everybody about what you've accomplished. and That'll inspire them to do the same thing. Yes, I'm just super grateful for you guys because I've been listening to you guys since I gave my life back to Christ 10 years ago. Was somebody involved in leading you back to Christ? How did that happen? It was actually my CPS caseworker. Oh, wow. Because I got my kids taken by CPS. That, my goodness. hold on here. This is awesome. <laughs> you've got someone that's in a governmental position. That's not supposed to talk about such things. Yes. And they share Jesus with you. They do. <laughs> and I still and I still in touch with her on a daily basis. If there's ever a moment your children are being taken away from you, I'm sure you didn't want that to have happen. It's just an opportunity to assess everything and realize you're on the wrong track. Yeah. Yes, and I go to church every Sunday and I bring my residents with me. Oh wow. <laughs> That's awesome. To give them a little bit of hope. But I just want to say that I'm super grateful for all of you guys at the station. There's a lot of songs that you guys play that lift me up when I'm struggling. And I just have to give it over to God each and every day. Yeah. Amen. It's so easy to think, you know, what kind of difference can I make? But because she shared Jesus with you, look at where you're at and now the people you're influencing. Yeah. I'm just in awe Amen. of that. Amen. Happy 10 years. Thank you, guys. You don't need to worry about not having enough money. It's Kankel, Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. You don't need to worry about not having enough support for your next move in life. It's interesting. We saw this. Uh, somebody sent this to us. Read what God uh, did with Gideon. He took his army down from 33,000 men to only 300 men, and they still won the war. When God gets behind you, nothing is going to be able to stop you. So maybe we shouldn't worry so much. Mm. You know, I I think about those stories in the Bible. Let's just face it, guys. There's tight situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have people dying still and Jesus raising them from the dead so I mean there's God can do anything no matter what and maybe in like these situations we're there for a reason yeah because by the way if everything was going fantastic do you ever really need God no good point mm-hmm and don't you think that God puts us in situations going off of that thought that we are completely dependent on him like Moses God calls him to deliver a message and he and he argues with God three times, but trying to think that God didn't understand, he didn't have the ability to speak. Right. Um, yeah, I can't talk, time, God. <laughs> the third time God's uh, wrath roared against him. <laughs> I'm like, I only argue with God twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and I wonder, that's a good point. I wonder if God's perfect will is for not to have Aaron speaking for him, for him just to do himself. It could have been. Exactly. And God just was mm -hmm. like, all right, okay, you can have this all guy right. talk for you. Fine. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey, if you relate to this, maybe God has pulled you through those situations. We'd love to hear that story. 888 Hey, sure hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to learn more about the show, just go to myflr.org. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you. Thank you.